0: Good morning.
1: Welcome to Nature Notes with our natural son Jim Gilbert, brought to us by Cardinal Corner and Buy the Yard Outdoor Furniture. We'll talk to Jim about uh, that great furniture in just a moment. I want to talk a little bit about Cardinal Corner. You have to see this store. There's actually two locations. But Pam and Lee at Cardinal Corner always remind folks one thing keep out the bird baths. Maybe you can put out some white millet to attract migrating birds. And above all, please keep those bird feeders clean. They also suggest not to store your seed indoors unless you have put it in the freezer for a few days. Another great tip from Cardinal Corner. Speaking of bird seed, they have the freshest you will find anywhere. They've got custom mixes. And they also have, speaking of tips, a great online feature, their monthly newsletter. It's free. Just subscribe online at cardinalcorner.com. And if you need a gift idea, stop in, see the ladies at Cardinal Corner. They have give you all kinds of gift ideas. You really have to see this store yourself. Cardinal Corner is open seven days a week. Lee and in West St. Paul, Butler and South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center. They like to chat with you, 651-455-6556, or visit them online at cardinalcorner.com. You will find out that Cardinal Corner really is more than just a bird seed store. Good morning to you, Jim Gilbert, officially 32 degrees and
0: overcast. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, good morning, Danny. Out here, We've got 29 degrees on the northwest side of Lake Waconia. We're located about 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis, so just 29. I had to use a thermometer to... uh, I had to use my flashlight to see the thermometer. It's It's that dark out there right now. We still have big patches of snow in our yard. We received about an inch and a half this past Friday. Sunrise today is 7. 47 and sunset 605. So today in the twin season area we have 10 hours and 18 minutes of daylight. Now to put this in perspective, that's the amount of daylight that we had last February 11th. So we have lost 2 minutes and some seconds of daylight since yesterday, 20 minutes since last Sunday. And now 5 hours and 18 minutes is the total daylight loss since June 20th, the summer solstice, first day of astronomical summer, and our longest daylight period of the year. We still have 1 hour and 31 minutes of daylight to lose by December 21st, our winter solstice here in the Northern Hemisphere, and of course the first day of astronomical winter and the shortest daylight period of the year. Denny, the normal high today is 52.
1: Well, we won't be going there. <laughs> we'll, no. We'll be almost... The
0: normal t- low is... What, what's the high supposed to be?
1: Only about 43.
0: Okay. Well, the normal low is 35. So we're well below oh, the normal, yeah. normal range. But records for today are really surprising. For October 29th in the Twin Cities, the record high, 78, set 95 years ago in 1922. But the record low is only 11, and that was set 174 years ago in 1843. Boy, we have great records. We do. Thanks to Will Snelling uh, going back to 1819. Anyway, on this date we had the most precipitation happen that was just a little over an inch, 1.01 inches, 1896. And the most snow we've had fall in the Twin Cities in this date, 112 years ago, 1905, five and a half inches of snow fell. We have this waxing gibbous moon that set at 1.14 a.m. this morning. will rise again at 3.35 this afternoon. Boy, it's been an interesting week. Last Sunday, October 22nd, we were in the mid-60s. For a high temperature in the Twin Cities, tamarack trees were displaying their smoky gold needles, and I saw newly a newly emerged red admiral butterfly just flying around. We were we were uh, raking our yard in the afternoon. Tom Bowers from Fairboat heard a few western chorus frogs. It was last Sunday. On Monday, the twenty third, Ray Simon noticed that a huge field of sweet corn was being harvested about four or five miles northeast of Northfield. So that's got to be the last of the sweet corn crop to come in. On Tuesday the 24th, autumn blaze maples continued to display crimson, ruby red leaves. Native red oaks were very colorful, dark reds and rich browns. By Wednesday and Thursday, Many southern Minnesota farmers uh, were combining soybeans and corn, and our next-door neighbors, David and Peggy Phillips, were still picking raspberries, ripe raspberries, from their garden. And we picked our last tomatoes. This just is his last. Oh, first. you did! Wow. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, and geraniums, begonias, zinnias, red salvia, marigolds. Oh, listen, they're all blooming in our yard. That was. That was Thursday. And also on Thursday, Barb and Art Straub, their naturalists and teachers from LeSueur and Henderson, report that Mrs. Amberson, I don't know her first name, I'm sorry about that, but the important thing is she brought in a bouquet of sedum, these blooming sedum, to escape the frost, and a freshly emerged monarch butterfly came in with a sedum. They love sedum. So there's our latest Monarch butterfly the, the, um Thursday the 26th, and now they're hoping for a, a sunny day in the 50s so the monarch can be released. Now, monarchs and other butterflies cannot fly at a temperature below 50 because their muscles will not work. Now, on this past Friday, much of northern Minnesota, uh, down into parts of southern Minnesota experienced the first snowfall of the season, Hermantown. And the Duth Airport uh, recorded about 10 inches of snow, five to six inches of snow fell on the Gunflint trail, three to four inches in the Park Rapids area, and we had our one and a half inches here on the north side of northwest side of Lake Waconia. Yesterday, ice stayed on our bird bath all day. <laughs> so that, well, I believe that, that. That tells us the difference. There are still pockets of fall colors in the forest area. The smaller sugar maples show yellow and red leaves and look kind of orange from a distance. The winged euonymus shrubs we see them in our in our yards and, and neighborhoods. These are native of China, but they're they're common landscape shrubs in the greater Twin Cities area, and they're displaying rose red leaves. And they're they're also called the burning bush. Wing, that's winged euonymus or burning bush. Jim Hubger from Little Rock Lake near Rice in Benton County reports that the water temperature has dropped from 50 on the 19th of October to 47 this past Wednesday, and yesterday was only 40 degrees. Now, what happens at 50 degrees, lakes start turning over. So the bigger lakes are now in the process of turning over. Now,
1: and what does that really mean, turning over?
0: Well, what it means is that you've got the lower the deeper water coming up and the upper water going down. Because as the temperature drops, the water gets more dense, heavier. Then we finally get to 39, and then at 39, the water is less dense, and the top layer, when it gets to be 32, will freeze. David and Mary Brinslamps live on the ridge above Lake Superior at Lutes and report seeing hundreds of American crows migrating down over Highway 61 toward Duluth this past Wednesday, the 25th. They spotted the first snow buntings Thursday, the 26th, and by yesterday, they saw flocks of snow buntings all over the place, even along Highway 61 and in Grand Marais. Each year, about the last week of October, the first snow bunting flocks return to parts of, of our state, the northern tier of our state, and soon flocks will be seen in the southern part of Minnesota where they prefer open areas such as farm uh, fields. They spend their summer in the Arctic tundra, or on the Arctic tundra, and these five to seven inch, well, six to seven inch, about a little bit bigger than a sparrow, six to seven inch insect and seed-eating birds are also found in Eurasia. No other songbird shows so much white in autumn and winter, some individual snow bundings look quite brown, but when they're but when they that's when they're on the ground eating seeds. But when they take flight, their their white flashing wings and wing patches easily identify them. That's the snow bunding. Okay. Also go ahead. I gotta do one more here sure. with Dave and Mary. Also Dave and Mary Brislands from Luton saw the first of the season common red poles yesterday. Thousands of these five inch Brown striped birds with bright red caps and black chin spots that arrived from the far reaching parts of Canada. The Brislans saw flocks flock after flock of common red poles eating the clusters of paper bird seeds. Other migrants seen yesterday were Bohemian waxwings with American robins eating the native mountain ash berries, four rough legged hawks flying overhead. And two white winged scoters on the Grand Marie Harbor, and red breasted mergansers. That is pretty neat.
1: You mentioned uh, Lake Superior, and I was wondering if I was just telling Dennis here. Did you see any of the video of some of the waves there this past I sure day? did. Oh, imagine foot waves! Can wow, you imagine the power. Unbelievable! Unbelievable.
0: And David said that that rocks were. I mean, just not just pebbles, but rocks. You know, like size of a softball or baseball maybe we're coming in the the parking area um, in Grand Marais out by the the Coast Guard station
1: i heard even Glensheen got a little damage as well in, yeah. in Duluth yeah wow that that's really something say i wanted to before we talk about by the yard i got a real nice note from uh, Dr. Raymond Faber who's a professor of biology at St. Mary's in Winona he says yes. this, uh, my ornithology class got a treat on Thursday afternoon when we observed two whooping cranes flying over Trempolo National Wildlife Refuge along the Mississippi River near Winona. The refuge manager says it is the first time that whooping cranes have been reported at the refuge. How about and that? What day was, what was, day thir- was that? Thursday afternoon.
0: Thursday, Dr. Faber. Yeah. Wow. Winona has a great... Um, biology department. I took several field biology classes there. You did? We lived in Winona, yes. How
1: about that? Well, thank thank you, Dr. Faber. Now, I'm thinking about the temperature we've been talking about, and wouldn't it be nice to have uh, a nice fire table from by the yard this time of year?
0: Wow. Oh, They are so neat. As I I said to listeners the last couple weeks, uh, we went to see them, and they are
1: spectacular. Yeah, just to, you can turn it on, touch of a button, just like your gas grill. And by the way, you can leave it out all year long too, even in the rain and snow. Nothing could be easier. And when you when you are done enjoying, the, you just turn the dial. That fire is out. And you're going to find if you, in fact, Jim and I urge you to get to the showroom down near Jordan, Minnesota. Quick drive down 169. Visit that By the Yard showroom, or you can go online if you want to check it out there at By the Yard. Dot net. But we always advise folks right after Jim's show, like a lot of folks do, they call and get that free color catalog. And you can see for yourself, not only the, the uh, fire tables, but all that great furniture that Jim and I talk about every week that you never have to store. Made right here in Minnesota with that family-run business called By the Yard. Let me give you the uh, website and then a phone number. You can call right after Jim's show and leave your address. It's a recording, and they'll send you that. Uh, that catalog, buytheyard.net or 952-492-2777. For, uh, 952-492-2777 or buytheyard.net.
0: Our yeah. green furniture looks kind of nice, you know, with a little coating of snow. A little coating of snow it. It. this morning, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: what else do you have, Jim, in the remaining oh, Diane minutes? and minutes?
0: Uh, Diane and Dave Herring, who live near Waterville, report that on their farm, all the soybeans have been Um, combine. So the harvesting is done for them. They received enough snow this past uh, Friday to make their lawn white. On Wednesday the 25th, Diane and Dave saw eight sandhill cranes in a harvested soybean field near Kilkenny. Yesterday spotted a pair of bald eagles and a pair of red-tailed hawks. Ray and Marlene Simon who live on the Cannon River on the edge of Northfield report that with a high temperature in their yard of only 31 degrees yesterday, I stayed in the bird bath until they plugged in the heater late in the afternoon. 15 species of birds were seen at their feeding station yesterday, including four pairs of northern cardinals, lots of dark-eyed juncos, and another two species, American robins and cedar waxwings, were feeding on crabapple fruit in their yard. In September, they counted over 100 little brown bats in the bat house. And on Tuesday, the 24th, only 12 of the little brown bats were left. And yesterday, just uh, six of them. Now, the rest have left to hibernate, no doubt, in a nearby cave. Tom and Lisa Bovers from Faribault report seeing both white-tailed deer robs and scrapes on the ground. These scrapes are on the ground rubs are on the small trees this past uh, Thursday, the 26th. Now, as the rut or mating season has begun, yesterday he spotted the first of the season rough-legged hawk migrating overhead. At their feeding station, they're seeing white-crowned and white-throated sparrows, lots of dark-eyed juncos and house finches, and a few purple finches. Barb and Art Straub from LeSueur note that uh, the former wastewater ponds that are seen right along Highway 69, just in the curve of the road. You're just driving along there by the bridge. Twenty-eight trumpeter swans can be observed along with hundreds of Canada geese and other waterfowl and American coots and cormorants. For those people interested in the natural world, including bird migration, feeding backyard birds, observing fall-color foliage and spring wildflowers, that's what we call the phenology. Sunrise and Sunset Times, Weather History, and Astronomy, I would recommend getting a copy of the Freshwater Society's Minnesota Weather Guide Environment Calendars. The the 2014 editions of both wall engagement calendars are available in book, gift, and wild bird stores throughout Minnesota and western Wisconsin, including Christine's Hallmark in Elk River, uh, Corazon in Minneapolis, Little Professor Book Center in Owatonna, and North Wind Book and Fiber in Spooner, Wisconsin.
1: Outstanding. Yeah. You got it in under the wire.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and you know, the reason I do that is because the Freshwater um, Society does such great work in preserving our fresh water. And water is life, and we need it.
1: And that's such a great labor of love. Jim, thank you. Uh, Why don't you come back next week? We'll try this again. I look forward to it. Me too, as usual. Thank you, Jim. I know. I'm uh, Jim Gilbert back next Sunday morning for more Nature Notes here on 830 WCCO. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.